Matthew Henry's Commentary on the Whole Bible An Exposition with Practical Observations of The Book of Psalms Psalm 119.9 Taith Psalm 119 verse 65 and 66 Here 1. David makes a thankful acknowledgement of God's gracious dealings with him all along, Thou hast dealt well with thy servant. However God has dealt with us, we must own He has dealt well with us, better than we deserve, and all in love, and with design to work for our good. In many instances God has done well for us beyond our expectations. He has done well for all His servants, never any of them complained that He had used them hardly. Thou hast dealt well with me, not only according to thy mercy, but according to thy word. God's favors look best when they are compared with the promise and are seen flowing from that fountain. 2. Upon these experiences he grounds a petition for divine instruction, teach me good judgment and knowledge, that by thy grace, I may render again, in some measure, according to the benefit done unto me. Teach me a good taste, so the word signifies, a good relish, to discern things that differ, to distinguish between truth and falsehood, good and evil, for the ear tries words, as the mouth tastes meat. We should pray to God for a sound mind, that we may have spiritual senses exercised, Hebrews 5 verse 14. Many have knowledge who have little judgment, those who have both are well fortified against the snares of Satan and well furnished for the service of God and their generation. 3. This petition is backed with a plea, for I have believed thy commandments, received them, and consented to them that they are good, and submitted to their government, therefore, Lord, teach me. Where God has given a good heart a good head too many in faith be prayed for. Psalm 119 verse 67. David here tells us what he had experienced. 1. Of the temptations of a prosperous condition, before I was afflicted, while I lived in peace and plenty, and knew no sorrow, I went astray from God and my duty. Sin is going astray, and we are most apt to wander from God when we are easy and think ourselves at home in the world. Prosperity is the unhappy occasion of much iniquity, it makes people conceited of themselves, indulgent of the flesh, forgetful of God, in love with the world, and deaf to the reproofs of the word. See Psalm 30 verse 6. It is good for us, when we are afflicted, to remember how and wherein we went astray before we were afflicted, that we may answer the end of the affliction. 2. Of the benefit of an afflicted state, now have I kept thy word, and so have been recovered from my wanderings. God often makes use of afflictions as a means to reduce those to himself who have wandered from him. Sanctified afflictions humble us for sin and show us the vanity of the world, they soften the heart and open the ear to discipline. The prodigal's distress brought him to himself first and then to his father. Psalm 119 verse 68. Here. 1. David praises God's goodness and gives him the glory of it, thou art good and doest good. All who have any knowledge of God and dealings with him will own that he does good, and therefore will conclude that he is good. The streams of God's goodness are so numerous and run so full, so strong, to all the creatures, that we must conclude the fountain that is in himself to be inexhaustible. We cannot conceive how much good our God does every day, much less can we conceive how good He is. Let us acknowledge it with admiration and with holy love and thankfulness. 2. He prays for God's grace and begs to be under the guidance and influence of it, teach me thy statutes. Lord, thou doest good to all, 
art the bountiful benefactor of all the creatures, this is the good I beg thou wilt do to me, instruct me in my duty, incline me to it, and enable me to do it. Thou art good, and doest good, Lord, teach me thy statutes, that I may be good and do good, may have a good heart, and live a good life. It is an encouragement to poor sinners to hope that God will teach them his way, because he is good and upright, Psalm 25 verse 8. Psalm 119 verse 69 and 70. David here tells us how he was affected as to the proud and wicked people that were about him. 1. He did not fear their malice, nor was he by it deterred from his duty, they have forged a lie against me. Thus they aim to take away his good name. Nay, all we have in the world, even life itself, may be brought into danger by those who make no conscience of forging a lie. Those that were proud envied David's reputation, because it eclipsed them, and therefore did all they could to blemish him. They took a pride in trampling upon him. They therefore persuaded themselves it was no sin to tell a deliberate lie if it might but expose him to contempt. Their wicked wit forged lies, invented storied which there was not the least color for, to serve their wicked designs. And what did David do when he was thus belied? He will bear it patiently, he will, he will keep that precept which forbids him to render railing for railing, and will with all his heart sit down silently. He will go on in his duty with constancy and resolution, let them say what they will, I will keep thy precepts, and not dread their reproach. 2. He did not envy their prosperity, nor was he by it allured from his duty. Their heart is as fat as grease. The proud are at ease, Psalm 123 verse 4, they are full of the world, and the wealth and pleasures of it, and this makes them. 1. Senseless, secure and stupid, they are past feeling. Thus the phrase is used, Isaiah 6 verse 10. Make the heart of this people fat. They are not sensible of the touch of the word of God or his rod. 2. Sensual and voluptuous, their eyes stand out with fatness, Psalm 73 verse 7, they roll themselves in the pleasures of sense, and take up with them as their chief good, and much good may it do them. I would not change conditions with them. I delight in thy law. I build my security upon the promises of God's word, and have pleasure enough in communion with God, infinitely preferable to all their delights. The children of God, who are acquainted with spiritual pleasures, need not envy the children of this world their carnal pleasures. Psalm 119 verse 71. See here. 1. That it has been the lot of the best saints to be afflicted. The proud and the wicked lived in pomp and pleasure, while David, though he kept close to God in his duty, was still in affliction. Waters of a full cup are wrung out to God's people, Psalm 73 verse 10. 2. That it has been the advantage of God's people to be afflicted. David could speak experimentally, it was good for me, many a good lesson he had learnt by his afflictions, and many a good duty he had been brought to which otherwise would have been unlearnt and undone. Therefore God visited him with affliction, that he might learn God's statutes, and the intention was answered, the afflictions had contributed to the improvement of his knowledge and grace. He that chastened him ta taught him. The rod and reproof give wisdom. Psalm 119 verse 72. This is a reason why David reckoned that when by his afflictions he learned God's statutes, and the prophet did so much counterbalance the loss, he was really a gainer by them, for God's law which he got acquaintance with by his affliction, was better to him than all the gold and silver which he lost by his affliction.
1. David had but a little of the word of God in comparison with what we have, yet see how highly he valued it. How inexcusable then are we, who have both the Old and New Testament complete, and yet account them as a strange thing. Observe, therefore he valued the law, because it is the law of God's mouth, the revelation of his will, and ratified by his authority. 2. He had a great deal of gold and silver in comparison with what we have, yet see how little he valued it. His riches increased, and yet he did not set his heart upon them, but upon the word of God. That was better to him, yielded him better pleasures, and better maintenance, and a better inheritance, than all the treasures he was master of. Those that have read, and believe, David's Psalms and Solomon's Ecclesiastes, cannot but prefer the word of God far before the wealth of this world.